This is Sports Best on the Reposted Podcast Network. Coming at you like Uncle Kirk trying to hide the bottom of his burned sourdough bread. He is Larry Chef Boyer D. Olson, and I am Paul Perdome. How are your carbs doing today, Larry? You know what? I can never get enough carbs, whether it's macaroni or a good piece of sourdough. Bring on the carbs. Bring on the carbs. Well, we're going to start out. We have a movie that's coming up, and we've partnered with them. Gerard Butler, Morena Baccarin, and Scott Glenn star in Rotten Tomatoes' certified fresh, pulse-pounding disaster thriller Greenland. When a planet-killing comet races towards Earth, a father and his family make a perilous journey to their only hope of first sanctuary, while encountering the best and worst in humanity as the countdown to global apocalypse approaches zero. You can own Greenland today on Blu-ray, digital, and DVD, which includes deleted scenes, featured commentary with director Rick Roman, Wah, and much more. We have a special offer for our listeners. If you tweet us your favorite sports best bingo square, we will send out our (laughs) top five favorite responses, a Blu-ray copy of Greenland for free. You can tweet us at Reposted Podcast, or you can send us a DM on Instagram at Reposted Podcast. I'm excited about this. I'm excited to watch Greenland. Is there a chance you were an extra in this movie? There is a, there's an 80% chance that I'm in this movie and that's how we came across this, but tweet us your favorite bingo square and we will send you a DVD free of charge and you can tell, well, Blu-ray DVD. I could be wrong. My math sometimes is not the best. Is this the first time we've ever actually given something away on the sports this best podcast? First giveaway. Wow. Well, we've received things before you've received. <laughs> our honey bun streak but we're going to start back at zero kind of like when you're at the 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 loading dock and you have this many days since an injury we have a sign up in the reposted studio saying this many days since a honey bun was referenced but they're back at it the nets beat the pacers on tuesday wednesday 104 to 94 with their big defense game everyone's kind of giving them a hard time I'm excited about these three guys. I want to watch them go, and then I want to watch Honey Bun fail. So they're third in the East. Do you have faith in Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Honey Bun? First off, I, I feel like I need to apologize for us taking a couple of weeks off from a honey, a couple of episodes off from a Honey Bun. That's, that's not cool. Like, I feel like people come, they turn to the sports past, knowing that we're going to tell them about the honey bun and what's going on. And I feel like we let the people down. So I, first of all, I just want to apologize. I know for a fact, at least eight of our listeners only <laughs> listen until they hear honey yeah. bun and they turn the show off. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, that, just backing up my point. Uh, second of all, I believe this win on Wednesday night snapped a three game losing streak. So not only did we not talk about the honey bun in their most heartfelt moment when they needed us the most, we were not talking about the honey bun and the New Jersey Nets. Yeah, I mean, we talk about them like they're the best team in basketball. They're third in the East. They're behind the 76ers and the Bucks. If you compare the whole league, they're also behind the uh, the Jazz and the Lakers and the Clippers. So I don't, I don't know. We're, I love Honey Bun. He, uh, it's just, it makes me happy every time. We are uh, a honey bun eclopolypse, uh, honey bun, um, I don't know where we, the eclipse, whatever. The honey bun is coming to my part of the world. They're coming to the Bay Area this weekend. So the Nets and like the Kevin Durant returning to the Warriors. He had, you know, he took last year off, so he didn't really play. So this will be his first game in the Bay Area since he left. So lots of uh, lots of buzz about the Nets and the honey bun and James Harden and all those guys. 
Here's the question I ask you every single time. If you had tickets to that game and a fully functional hazmat suit, would you attend? I would go in like five. I don't need a hazmat suit. I don't need it. You would just go? Free I'd go. I'd go. I'll sit up at the upper deck like way up where nobody is. I don't need, I don't need a hazmat suit. All right. Well, could someone cough on the court and go all the way up to the upper deck and get me? No, I can't. I'll look for you on the court. I'll look for you on TV. You know, I don't know this if this is breaking news or not, but LeBron James is old. I mean, I don't know if that's something you think about, but he's 36 years old. The Lakers this week won their third straight overtime game. They beat the Thunder twice and the Pistons. LeBron in those three games played 130 minutes. That's the most games, I mean, minutes he's ever played in a three-game stretch ever with the Lakers, and that includes in the playoffs last season. He's 36. Is it a big deal that the big guy's playing all these minutes? It's a huge deal that he's playing all these minutes. I mean, that's kind of what we were talking about earlier this week about how they're trying to compare him to Tom Brady and like, is he going to play as long as Brady? And I don't think he can. I've been kind of just rolling through all the sports in my mind today. And I, I think basketball might be the most taxing. Like you, I mean, I could make an argument for offensive linemen or something because you have to carry around so much weight. You're getting full, but like the impact of coming down on the court, playing so many games he had i mean they just won the championship and he's playing again it's got to be a lot here's my big question for you regarding lebron james and i'm being serious about this how long do you think after the game his ice bath lasts is it like 15 minutes 30 minutes like 45 minutes i heard him i heard him being interviewed and he was being iced the whole time like (laughs) halfway through the interview he changes something his his uh him and his trainer were being interviewed and they were kind of talking about their dynamic and they have like his entire icing schedule down to a science. He's doing it like every day. I know he's doing it every day, but like 45 minutes in an ice bath, that is long. Yeah. I mean, not saying- it's, it's giving him longevity. And I guess the, the paradigm that we've had that people can't play past like 30 is that was when there wasn't science being applied to recovery. It was just like you would play a game, you'd, you'd have a, a cigarette and a, and a boiler maker and then go home. And this is like very dialed in. So I feel, I feel like in the Neolo, Neolithic era, they were thinking that you couldn't play into your 30s. But nowadays we're past that. Yeah. The, the Neolo, <laughs> back on the Serengeti, when you couldn't, you had to outrun a cougar to <laughs> score some points. I guess also in the, the realm of old guys playing basketball, Steph Curry just set a record to kind of be with Michael Jordan, or maybe he surpassed him. Uh, he scored 32 points against San Antonio on Tuesday, and now has scored 741 points this season. And he's the only player in NBA history to score more points through his team's first 20 guys, 25 games after being 32 years or older. You know, it's funny. Uh, I feel like I was kind of a, a, a well-rounded, I was like a full-thinking person when Michael Jordan was in his 30s, prime of my basketball years. I did not think of him being old at 32. Yeah, I mean, he also took the, the time, he was in the timeout for gambling, but this to me reads like a baseball stat. No, oh, I knew it was going to, you were going to, oh, you sucker. It's I such knew. a baseball stat. I mean, I love it, but stats that I don't know what to do with when someone reads them to me and my only response is, huh. Well, listen, let me just break that down for you. He's doing pretty good through his first 25 games. He's being compared to Michael Jordan. That's not a bad thing. He also took last season off to rest. Well, that's true. That's true. Can I, I feel like uh, every once in a while, I do need to do a reminder out there to everybody that Mm -hmm. 
this is Tom Brady's world and we're just living in it. I feel like sometimes we forget that, especially I do, mm-hmm. that Tom Brady's in charge and I'm just a little peon. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had, I love this, a Super Bowl boat parade to celebrate their championship along the Hillsboro River in downtown Tampa. I didn't even know that was a, there was a river in Tampa. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I've never been to Tampa. Have you? Um, can I, I'm going to make a, a large statement here. I am never going to Tampa. First of all, I don't want to get herpes just by breathing air. So that's why I'm not going to Tampa. Second of all, what do you do in Tampa? You have boat parades. You walk into the wrong house, as Tom Brady did. (laughs) My favorite part of the uh, championship parade is when Tom Brady, he's on one of these boats, right? You've all seen like a World Series championship parade. They're all on the buses driving through the streets, blah, blah, blah. Well, the, the Bucks are on boats. Tom Brady throws the NFL's Lombardi trophy from his boat to another boat over the water to Gronk. Rob Gronkowski's boat. Like, hey, just chucks the freaking trophy. Come on, man. What do you think is worse? Like, let's imagine that fell incomplete when the water. Is that worse? <laughs> or do you remember when the Patriots won and Gronkowski bunted with the Lombardi trophy at the edge of the football and <laughs> put a big dent in the end of the football? I think, I don't know which one would have been worse. Well, so, I mean, my immediate thought is, right, if if they don't catch it and it goes to the bottom of the bay. Scuba. Like, yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, it's lost forever. And I'm like, wait a minute. They'll just scuba and get it. That would even be a better story, right? Yeah, that's true. Also, to point out, Brady was completely wasted. I don't know how much. <laughs> There's a video of him being like escorted back onto land. He's got his sunglasses on and he can. he's being held up. Like he can't walk. And I love that he, he tweeted, nothing to see her, just a little avocado tequila. Multiple misspellings, capitalizations all over the place. He was wasted. Well, because he only eats tea leaves and cam- drinks kombucha, so like if he ha- if he even smells alcohol, he probably gets drunk. Yeah, but uh, again, it's his world, and we're just living in. Personally, <laughs> has more Super Bowls than any other franchise. Yeah, yeah, he does all sorts of stuff. Well, speaking of losing Super Bowls, Russell Wilson is apparently not too happy with what he's got going in Seattle he was on a podcast or he was interviewed with Dan Patrick and basically was saying I don't like getting hit as much I don't know if I'm even up for trades and the Seahawks reportedly are not happy with with him making these statements I kind of have mixed feelings about this because in general the unwritten rule seems to be to the media have a united front and behind closed doors we can have whatever conversation we want to but Russell's taken to the streets and is kind of being a little yappy about wanting to move on. You know, uh, I feel like if you're Russell Wilson, you can say whatever you want. I mean, honestly, I feel like what he's done for the Seattle franchise, he's deserved the right. He's sort of said in that interview, like, hey, man, I want to be consulted if we make trades or bring in players. I think that's okay for him to say. I think that's okay for him to say, too. And it kind of also made me think of, like, the the – the future of quarterbacks moving forward. I think when we were growing up, it was if you were an all-star quarterback, you started and finished your career basically at one place. And maybe Brett Favre broke the ice by kind of going on. Peyton Manning did it. Brady's doing it. Maybe Brett Favre broke the ice. Maybe Joe Namath broke the ice when he went to the Rams in 77 and was terrible. But like, is there a new world order for like loyalty to your team, LeBron. I mean, in other sports, LeBron's bouncing around, A Rod bounced around. Like, are you beholden to your team? And I, I think the answer is no. Well, I mean, 
listen, the Seahawks are beholden to Russell Wilson, right? Because if they get rid of him, what are they going to do? Like, I mean, Seattle's proven that they can't hold on to a professional franchise. Franchise. The Supersonics left because Seattle's not full of great fans. You're going to end up like Portland and not have a football team. Uh-oh. Seattle, no basketball team. L.A., for a long time, my childhood, no football team. Yeah, L.A. is a whole different ball of wax. <laughs> you know, can I say one of the my favorite things that I've learned on Sports Best in the time that we've done it is that you're like a tennis aficionado. I never knew that. Yeah, I like Well, tennis is huge in my family, and uh, it, it was just kind of my grandfather owned a tennis shop. Um, I just wow. Yeah. Never knew that. Your grandfather owned a tennis shop in what city? In Eunice, Louisiana. Who the he hell is until going- he was like in his 70s or 80s? He was awesome. no offense, no offense. But who the hell's going to a tennis shop in hot god Louisiana? In the 70s, tennis was massive and everybody was playing tennis. They, my my dad had a tennis court in his backyard. It they they like poured the concrete and they had a tennis court. I mean, it's a they, Damn. in his hometown. Um, uh, you can go to the Reginald Keller Tennis Center, he's got his name up on the tennis courts and and Eunice. That's dirty. You know, um, tennis dirty. is literally blow. That's just so cool. Um, tennis is blowing up in San Francisco where I live. You there's like an automatic uh, reservation site for tennis courts. Like you can't mm-hmm. get one. Like the, literally, there's like no tennis courts. Um, I kind of found a secret way. So me and my son have been playing tennis uh, once a week. I love it. Sneaky, sneaky that the first major tennis tournament of the year is underway at Melbourne Park down in Australia. Um, you know, I don't know if you know this, it snuck up on us because, well, we're in a worldwide pandemic, but they're not having line judges for the first time ever at a major. They're using a computer an electric make that'll make an electric line call. So now there's the, the head judge, right, is the one that sits on the net. On the chair, yeah. And then so the line judges is someone who stands like on the side of the court. They're kind of behind them. They're like looking down the line. So they're just get rid of, getting rid of that person, not the actual person that sits in the chair. Which, yeah, I think it's the referee, um, kind of like the head the head referee. And I don't think they're getting rid of the ball, the ball boy, ball people. So they're like saving two people. I feel like this is a little more like once they get a press release than it is really doing anything. I mean, I think it's great that they're moving towards the – because if you would ask for a replay, they would go back to the, to yeah. the electronic anyway. Yeah. So it's like, whoa – Let's let's cut some jobs out. I want to know because they've been talking about doing this with baseball for a long time. It's like calling balls and strikes, and baseball wants to be pure when it matters for them, and they want to change the rules when it doesn't. But do you trust computers? I do not play electronic games at the casino because I don't trust them. Would you trust a computer? Because I mean, at some point, there's going to be a mistake, right? Well, the cool one about the tennis, right? If you ever watch a tennis match, is that they actually kind of show it in live speed. Mm-hmm. It goes like the ball goes, and then you can clearly see that it hits the line. So I yeah. trust that. But I'm with you. I don't trust the machines at the casinos. Yeah, I'm not playing craps on a computer because no. that's just silly. Hey, for the record, um, Serena Williams is looking for Grand Slam number 24 at the Australian Open. She's 39 years old. That's for the record. For the record, it's a lot. That's a lot. She's uh she's married to the founder of Reddit. Did you know that? Name drop. No, I didn't name drop because I don't <laughs> remember that guy's name. One of the Alexis. good things about tennis is uh the etiquette that people have, and especially Wimbledon. There's a dress code and everyone's buttoned up. But down in Australia during a match, 
you cut to the camera cuts to this woman who's stone faced and she just gives the most <laughs> angry middle finger to Rafael Nadal and he looks at it and it kind of he clocks it and just starts laughing. He's like, are you talking to me? And just cracking up. And it was the funniest thing. Oh, tennis people getting angry. Didn't someone get she got thrown out or he got thrown out? Someone got thrown out for throwing the middle finger. Yeah, he did not get thrown out. I think she did. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, um once again, I put things into the rundown so that I ask you if we care. The Daytona 500. Enjoy life. Oh, thank you. That is just music to my ears. Do we care about the 63rd running of the Daytona 500 this weekend? I mean, I think it's a big deal. NASCAR is a big deal. You and I personally don't care, but Pitbull has brought NASCAR back onto the scene because by becoming an owner. I think this story is interesting because Alex Bowman is in the pole position and his team has like, they have been dominating, not him personally, but uh, the team that runs it, they're, what are they called? The Hendrick Motorsports is just crushing NASCAR. Daytona 500 is a big deal. It's where Dale Earnhardt Jr. died. I mean, yeah, we care. Um, I don't know. Uh, exactly, but at the Daytona Super Speedway, I believe they allow 500 billion people into that speedway. That's the fans that are normally allowed. We're not a pandemic, so they're having a less limited number of people. But also, oh, yeah, 250 billion. Um, this is exciting. They're going the route of baseball. You can get a cutout of yourself at the Daytona 500 Super Speedway. Go to Daytona500.com backslash fill the 500. You can send, you can upload a picture of yourself and then get on a cutout. I mean, the Super Bowl proved that like it actually works because a lot of people yeah. were tweeting, why are so many people at the Super yeah. Bowl? And it was all cardboard cutouts, which was like uh, a another way to enforce the social distancing because you can't sit on the cutout. You're right. It did look pretty full at the Super Bowl. So I'm sure the 500 billion cutouts that they'll have at the Daytona Super Speedway are going to work. All right. Well, what what picture are you sending in? Are you going to send in your headshot from, from 1978 or are you going to use a current picture? I don't exactly know, but I'm going to have my shirt off. That's what I do know. Oh, well, you have your shirt off right now. <laughs> Washington football team is settling with old cheerleaders for an unauthorized video in 2008 and 2010, if we have time. So there's a cheerleaders for the Washington football team, the Washington Redskins at the time. They were doing a calendar, swim shoot calendar shoot, and they Yo. were using props to uh -oh. block out private parts and at, at certain points the props weren't blocking them and it Yikes. was caught on video and Hello. a lawsuit was never filed but money is changing hands from a video that happened 13 years ago you know what i'm always happy when a cheerleader stands up for herself damn it that's that's what's right in this world cheerleaders unite um uh, yeah i mean i think we can uh, agree <laughs> with that i don't really have much else to say on this story other than it is happening. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, there you go. Again, tweet us at Reposted Podcast, oh. your favorite bingo square, and we will send you a free oh. DVD of Greenland starring Gerard Butler. I'm Andrew Keller for Chef Boy RDs, and thanks for stopping.